Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Radio Mystery Theater presents... practically nothing is known about her. Uncounted millions are familiar with her unforgettable face, are haunted by her smile and the look in her eyes. Yes, she is the most famous and the most mysterious woman who ever lived. That's how it has been for the past 500 years. And that is how it shall be till the very end of time. Don't move. Don't move. I've found it. You have found what, Messer Leonardo? The smile. With a few strokes of the brush, I have discovered the secret of immortality. What does that mean? It means that we shall never die. Well, I'm not sure I should like that. After a while, everyone we know will be dead. We would find ourselves in a world of strangers. My dear Mona Lisa, we shall live forever, whether you like it or not. This Lady Smiling was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars John Vickery. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The most famous, the most popular, and perhaps the finest painting in the world is the Mona Lisa by Leonardo da Vinci. You are captured immediately by the haunting smile, the unforgettable eyes. For more than 500 years, she has fired the imagination of writers, composers, philosophers, and poets. And yet, the world's most famous painting remains the most mysterious as well. For no one can fathom the meaning of that smile. There is a secret that is hidden deep in the heart, the spirit of the woman that seems to want to reveal itself. And yet, we are unable to discover it. Shall it always elude us? If only we could ask the great master, Leonardo, himself. You can ask. I can't assure you of an answer, but ask. Ask. By all means, ask. My name is Leonardo da Vinci. I am probably the greatest man who ever lived. As you can readily see, I am not the most modest. But what is modesty if not the cowardly conceit of the second rate? One fine day in the spring of the year 1498, I was strolling across the Piazza di Signore in Florence when I was suddenly stopped. Leonardo da Vinci... And what if I am? I am Francesco da Giocondo. Yes? My good friends call me Zanotti. Do they? That is because my full name is Francesco di Bartolomeo di Zanobi da Giocondo. (laughs) 
I'm in the silk business. I see. And I am quite prosperous. Is there anything else I should know about you? I have a wife. You have a wife? A very young and very beautiful wife. <laughs> we have recently been married. Her name is Lisa. Ah, Mona Lisa. She is my third wife. Your third? You are indeed an optimist. Oh, the other two died, the poor creatures. One of the fever, the other in childbirth. They were the wives of my youth. Lisa is the wife of my middle age. Tell me, Mr. Zenobi, how shall this knowledge of your affairs enrich my life? You cannot guess, Signor Leonardo. You were among the greatest painters of our age. <laughs> I was wondering if I might commission you to paint her portrait. I was tempted to dismiss him out of hand. I'd had my fill of fat nouveau riche merchants who peep over your shoulder and criticize every stroke of the brush. But my purse dangled too lightly from my belt. I couldn't afford to turn him down. But neither could I afford to acquiesce too quickly. I'm not sure I have the time, Monsieur Zenobi. Signor Leonardo, my wife is quite young. She has a very simple face. How long should it take to paint her? I'm sure you could dash the thing off in a few days. A few days? Very well. <laughs> a week? Messer Francesco di Bartolomeo di Zenobi del Giacondo, permit me to pass. Uh, Messer Leonardo, please, I implore you. Wait. What did I say? <laughs> I beg you, do not be angry with me. I shall paint her portrait for 500 ducats. 500? In gold. Uh, such a, such a sum would ruin me. There are painters who will work for less. Good day to you, Mr. Zenobi. Two hundred and fifty. As a matter of fact, there's a most promising young man, Buonarroti. Three hundred. Michelangelo Buonarroti. He wouldn't do such a bad job. I will give you three hundred and twenty-five. Mr. Zenobi, please understand, I do not wish to paint your wife's portrait. Art is long. Life is short. Three... Fifty? Why should I waste precious time painting the wife of a silk merchant? For what? Mere money? I will instead do a portrait of one of our holy saints on the wall of a church, and my soul shall receive its reward in heaven. Three hundred and seventy-five. Not one penny more. I'll take it. I tell you this part of the story because the very first thing you should know about the Mona Lisa is the fact that I almost didn't paint it. The truth is, I was quite busy. I wasn't merely a painter and sculptor like, say, that pushy and precocious young Michelangelo. I was also an architect, an engineer, a botanist, an inventor. But getting back to the Mona Lisa... A few days later, her husband brought the lady to my studio. Signor Reynaldo, may I present my wife, Lisa? How do you do? My dear, this is Leonardo da Vinci. And now that you have brought her, Mrs. Zenobi, you may leave her and call for her at mm, four this afternoon. Why can't I stay? You would be in the way. I can't think of any occasion when a woman's husband would be in the way. And I can think of three. When she's having an affair, when she's giving birth... 
and when she is sitting for her portrait, which symbolically is a combination of the first two. And now, Mrs. Zenobi, shall you excuse us? Leonardo da Vinci, I understand your position. I would never dream of telling you how to apply your paint to your canvas. However... Ah, however... She has a very nice smile. You can see it. Yes. It's a most charming smile, lovely and chanting. Therefore, I would like for you to incorporate that smile into the portrait. As a matter of fact, I insist on it. Do you indeed? And what other instructions do you have for me? Actually, none. But I feel that as long as I am paying for the painting, it belongs to me. No, Monsieur Zonobi. You will pay for the painting. It will repose in your domicile. It shall become a part of your estate. But it shall always belong to me. And now, sir, you will be good enough to leave us. I sat down to look at her. She was like any one of thousands of Italian girls. Dark, slim, with clear skin and regular features. She was reasonably pretty in a rather ordinary way. But one thing I disliked at sight, and that was her smile. How could he consider it a lovely, charming, enchanting smile? It was vacuous and affected. First thing I had better do would be to get rid of it. Well now, Mona Lisa, tell me all about yourself. What do you mean, Messer Leonardo? Exactly what I said. Tell me who you are. Tell me your story. My story? I don't have a story. <laughs> My dear, every human being has a story. And I must know your story, my dear Mona Lisa. Why? Because it reveals to me and inspires me to paint that part of you which I cannot see. Aren't you supposed to paint only that part which can be seen? No. It is the mission of the painter to illuminate the soul. Now, tell me the story of your life. My life. Oh, I was born the daughter of Antonio di Noldo Garadini. My mother's name was Serafina. She is dead. My father was a merchant. And he lost all his money. He was unable to provide me with a dowry. But Messer Zenobi wanted to marry me anyhow. My aunt raised me. She was very strict. We would go to church a great deal. Oh, I had a dog named Beppe. And a cat, Gilda. Yes. That is my story. It's a rather short story. I have had a short life. Uh, that smile of yours. Yes. Do you realize you've been smiling since you came here? Have I? You mean you don't know that you're smiling? If you say I am, Messer Leonardo. Oh, don't take my word for it. Look in the glass. Here. Oh, yes. Is there something funny about me? Oh, no. About this room? No. Are you thinking something funny? No. What are you thinking of? Nothing, Mr. Leonardo. Then if you are seeing nothing funny and you hear nothing funny, 
And you are thinking nothing funny. Why are you smiling? I don't know. Then don't do it. Don't do what? Don't smile. In all honesty, you look rather silly when you smile. Now, can you take it off your face? Please? I... Yes, what is it? I don't know how. You don't know how to what? Stop smiling. That's impossible. There's nothing to it. All you have to do is close your mouth. Compress your lips. Watch me. Like this. Well, go ahead. You do it. I'm sorry. I can't. Are you serious? Oh, yes. My aunt would beat me when I was little. Take that impertinent smile off your face, you impudent girl. It wasn't my fault. I couldn't do it. And my father, he said, You mustn't go about grinning at people, child. It isn't polite. The only person who ever liked my smile was Zenobi del Giacondo. And he says that is why he married me. You say you can't stop smiling. That is so. In that event, I... I'll try to paint you without it. But that was easier said than done. I made some sketches. None of them seemed to satisfy me. The fact was, I simply couldn't picture her without the smile. And I couldn't stand her with the smile. The days went by. I was putting nothing down on the canvas... And, of course, friend-husband gave me no rest. It has been six weeks. Six weeks since when? Since I commissioned the portrait. Ah, yes. And I even paid you in advance. And I even gave you a receipt. So why isn't the painting finished? Because I haven't finished it. I understand you haven't even started it. I work on it every day. Signor Leonardo... My wife spends four, five, even six hours each afternoon in your studio. Naturally. Well? Yes, Monsieur Zenobi. What is it you wish to say? I, uh, I wish, uh, I wish I hadn't paid you in advance. We would have an encounter like this one practically every day. And then... Suddenly, one afternoon, something happened. Eureka! Eureka, Mona Lisa! Are you speaking to me, Mr. Yes, Eureka! What does that mean? It means I have found it. You found what? The key. The secret of the smile. With a few strokes of the brush, I have discovered immortality. What does that mean? It means, my dear Mona Lisa, that we shall live forever. that they do. Mona Lisa del Giacondo, the model, and Leonardo da Vinci, the artist, will never die as long as art exists in the world. But what we don't know is how Leonardo discovered the secret of the smile. And that, perhaps, is what shall be revealed to us in Act Two, shortly. Hot dogs, hot dogs, hot dogs, hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. What 
kind of kids love are her hot dogs. Big kids, little kids, kids who cry on rocks. Fat kids, skinny kids. Dropping by, summer fun's in store. With picnic time and camping time, it's country time for sure. Before you all get thirsty, here's a tip that should be made. Get a drink that tastes like good old-fashioned lemonade. Country time, country time. With lots of hot weather, barbecues, and picnics ahead. Get down to your store for plenty of country time lemonade-flavored drinks. Tastes like good old-fashioned lemonade. There's no doubt about it. Many Californians believe some foreign manufacturers are building good cars. But at Lincoln Mercury, we're willing to demonstrate our confidence in our quality with two years free scheduled maintenance and two years free limited warranty on Lynx, LN7, Capri, Zephyr, and Cougar sedan and wagon. For two years or 24,000 miles, whichever comes first, virtually all you'll pay for is gas. Naturally, accidents, abuse, tires, and fluids between maintenance intervals aren't covered. Plus, you'll get an 8% cash bonus off the base vehicle sticker price direct from Lincoln Mercury. With the cash bonus, a base model Lynx would be sticker priced at $880 less than Toyota Tercel Liftback and $2,269 less than Honda Accord. Limit one per customer. There really is a lot more going for you at your Southern California Lincoln Mercury dealer. Hurry. Offer ends June 6th. The greatest mystery in the world is not some shocking unsolved murder or disappearance. It is, of all things, a smile. A smile on the face of a woman. It is a smile fraught with meaning, but no one can be sure of exactly what it means. Even the two people most intimately concerned with the subject. Mona Lisa del Giacondo and Leonardo da Vinci. You say we shall live forever, Mr. Leonardo? Yes, our fame will live forever. Oh. Now, come over here. Yes. Look. Look at your portrait... Well, Mona Lisa? But that isn't me. It isn't. I don't look like that. Well, well yeah, yes, I do. I look exactly like that. But that isn't my smile. It is now, yes, Mona Lisa. I stumbled onto it. It was an accident. A divine accident. A gift from heaven. My hand. It moved upward suddenly... Why, how, I don't know. And see... Monsieur Zenobi will not like that. And why won't he like it? I don't know. Do you like it? No. No, I don't think I like it. Why not? I'm... I'm afraid. Of what? I can't say. Sit. We have a great deal more to do. That smile... It isn't really me. But it is. It's the way I see you. Yes, it was the way I saw her. Suddenly I wanted to surround her with water and mountainous rocks 
as if she were some latter-day Venus who rose from the foam. Signor Leonardo, at your service. But you are not at my service. You, 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 you keep putting me off. These things take time. Rome was not, as you know, built in a day. But that was a city. This is merely a simple portrait. Merely? The days become weeks, then months. It is now almost a year. Mr. Zanobi, when one is so deeply committed to a project, one simply loses track of time. Signor Leonardo, <laughs> I try to be a good fellow, but I do not understand. What are you doing? was I doing indeed? And even as I asked the question, I knew the answer. I didn't want to let go of the painting. I didn't want to finish. I was enthralled by that smile. Even though I knew there was nothing behind it. Even though I knew I had manufactured it myself. Still, when I looked at it, I believed... What did I believe? At any rate, I was in the wrong. Basically, the painting was complete. The face was finished. I told Zenobi he could see it that afternoon. He came at four. He looked at his wife. He looked at the portrait. He kept looking from one to the other for a while. And then he said... It's very good. Thank you. Uh... One little thing. Yes. The smile. What about the smile? Uh, could you... I believe you artists use the expression... Paint it out. But you told me to be sure to paint it in. I changed my mind. <laughs> but you said it was a nice smile, a charming smile, lovely and enchanting. There is nothing nice. Charming, lovely, or enchanting about the smile in the portrait. There isn't? You know there is not, Leonardo da Vinci. I do not like that smile. Why not? I, I, I don't know why not. Surely there must be a reason. It, 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 it's indecent. I beg your pardon. It, 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 it strips her. She stands naked before the world. It is lewd. It is... It is immoral. What are you saying? You see, in my youth, I was a sailor. And I heard tales of the sirens who sat on the rocks and who lured unwary seamen to their deaths. Now, I never believed those stories until this moment. But I do now. Really? You have... You have transformed her into just such a siren. She could lure me to my death. See, see what the smile does to her face. It, it changes her into an alluring and seductive vampire. No, no, Signor Renato, you will remove that hellish smile. I will not be told how to paint. I will not accept that abomination. You paid for it. Keep the painting and keep the money. I will keep my wife. Lisa, we are leaving. But Mr. Leonardo is not finished with the portrait. We are finished with Leonardo. Now, you must understand that many things were happening at this time. 
There was constant war in Italy. The cities would fight among themselves, and foreign invaders would sweep down from the north to add to the carnage. During the next four years, I was rarely in Florence, but my adopted son, Francesco Melzi, would show visitors through my studio. When I returned, finally, all of Florence was talking about the Mona Lisa. And then, I had a visitor. Mr. Leonardo. Ah, Mona Lisa. Won't you be seated? Thank you. Actually, there is more I can do on the painting. If you will permit me to say so, Mr. Leonardo, you have done too much already. Please, I beg of you. Is there something we can do with that painting? What do you suggest? I would suggest that you destroy it. Destroy it? But why? Why? It's a beautiful painting, isn't it? Yes. It shows you as a beautiful woman. Yes. All Florence is talking about it. That, Mr. Leonardo, is the problem. Why should it be a problem? You're famous. I'm too famous for my own good. How is that possible? As an artist, you couldn't hope to understand. But I am more than just an artist. I am also a man. And I am more than just a subject for your paintbrush. I am also a woman. I have always seen you as a woman. Then please, do not destroy my happiness. Mona Lisa, I assure you... Mr. Leonardo, I am the daughter of a, a threadbare aristocrat... We Gherardinis trace our lineage back to the patrician families of ancient Rome. But what does this have to do with my painting? Uh, be patient with me. I was patient with you. As I was growing up, we lived on pretensions. We lived on hope. But while hope may make a fine breakfast, it is a scanty and unsatisfying supper. The fate of my family was reposed in me. If only I could make a wealthy match. And then he came along. Francesco di Bartolomeo di Zenobi del Giocondo. To rescue the Garadinis. He fell in love with me. Do not destroy that love. I still don't see how... He hates me now. Hate? I can't believe that. Well, let me say... He fears me. But why? And soon that fear will breed doubt and, and, and fester further into suspicion. And finally erupt into hatred. It must. I ask again, why? Are you unaware of your powers, Messer Leonardo? You have transformed me into someone else. Into whom? I don't know. It all depends on whom you ask. My husband now. Do you know what happened when we left your studio that day, four years ago? Well, let me tell you, because that is when it all began. We walked to our home in silence. We sat down to our dinner in silence. We ate in silence. Finally, I said to him, why are you angry with me? I am not angry. I, uh, I am not angry. Have I displeased you in some way? No, 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 no. What is the matter with the wine? The wine? Yes, the wine, the wine, the wine. Taste it. I find it's... It's excellent. It is? Yes. 
It has a most delicate and subtle flavor. Which is to say that it is too delicate and subtle for a boorish, vulgar, nouveau-ish peasant like me. Oh, Zenobi, I never said You have that. said it every day since our marriage. You have said it with that, that mocking smile. Zenobi, you always loved my smile. How many times have you told me, carissima... I fell in love with your lovely, charming, enchanting smile. I never saw your smile until this afternoon. Oh, Zenobi, that isn't my smile. It isn't? No, it's Leonardo's. But it's on your face. Because he put it there. And where did he find it? He, he found it, I, I suppose he found it in his artist's imagination. Shall I tell you where he found it? Please, Zenobi. He found it in your heart, your spirit. In your soul. Oh, it isn't true. He just placed that smile on my face. Because it belongs there. With his artist's eye, he could divine the truth. What truth? To my face. You presented that sweet, simpering, innocent grin. But when my back was turned to the rest of the world, you demonstrated the truth. Your patrician's contempt for the commoner you were forced to marry. I was not forced. No? Your father, your aunt, the rest of the tribe, they did not push you into it. I was raised to believe that a girl must obey her father's wishes. Aha, aha. Again, you admit it. You didn't love me when we were married. And that is true, isn't it? That is true. Say it is true. It's true. <laughs> Finally. What girl loves her husband before they are married? We do as we are told. And if our parents have chosen wisely, love comes later. It did for me. No. Your true feelings are in that smile. No, Zenobi. <laughs> this is foul wine. I will not drink it. Get it out of my sight. Why are you calling Julieta? She's my maid. Oh, you cannot clear the table yourself. Your aristocratic hands are too tender for common household toil. Well, we will see about that. I find this difficult to believe. I notice you do not say impossible, Messer Leonardo. He actually mistreats you? There are times when he behaves as if nothing is wrong between us. And he is kind and loving. And suddenly he will fly into a rage. Last night I was terrified. Why? Because he was in his counting room. Very late. And I had come down to see if he was well. He was sitting at his table. I saw before him a pair of pistols. Who is that? It is I. Ah. Ah. You. Good. Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh? You see what I have before me? Zenobi, why? These pistols. This pair of pistols. I have a question that I keep asking myself. Should I use one? What are you saying? And if I use one, on whom? You or me? Of course, my dear Lisa, I could use one of them for each of us. We have a sudden intimation of violence 
But we shouldn't be at all surprised. Those were turbulent times, and it was not at all unusual to solve a problem with a bullet, a thrust of a knife, or a dose of poison. What is that you say? How like today? Well, the third act is approaching shortly. our knowledge of history comes to us through art? All the great heroes and heroines of the ancient and medieval worlds have been presented to us by the painter and the sculptor, which means that we see them through someone else's eyes. In our story, we don't know what the Mona Lisa del Giacondo looked like. All that has come down to us is the vision of Leonardo da Vinci. All Florence is laughing at me. No. Oh, not to my face, but behind my back. Why did you do this to me, Lisa? But what did I do to you, Zenobi? Why did you reveal yourself to that Leonardo? Your true self. You have always known my true self. Do not deny it. To him, you showed your true nature. Please, Zenobi. Could you not have kept it to yourself? Zenobi, my true nature is filled with love for you. No, you're lying. You despise me. I swear to you. Out. Let me talk Out to you. before I... No, Zenobi, don't. <laughs> you, you, you want to kill me? Had I wanted to kill you, that bullet would have pierced your brain. It was a warning. Out. Out before I pick up the other pistol. And this time... No! No! He fired at you? Yes. My poor girl. Well, what's to be done? I was thinking... I know. You've already told me what you were thinking. You want me to destroy the portrait. I will pay you. My good woman, I am not for hire as an assassin. Assassin? What else? Look at this painting. Look at her. Isn't she a living, breathing, vital woman? A work of art to make every other painter tremble and lose heart. And they come up here to see her. She lives. And you want me to kill her. Mr. Leonardo, I see your point, and, and I cannot quarrel with it. Oh, well, perhaps you need not destroy her. Just make sure no one gets to see her. And how am I to do that? You might hide her away. In other words, place her in a prison. Well... That would be even worse than death. But, Mr. Leonardo, what is to become of me? How much longer can I go on living this way? You must make peace somehow with your husband. But I try to do that all the time. Each time I succeed in winning back his affection, his sister storms in and I lose it again. His sister? Mona Katerina. She's always hated me. Why? She hated all of his wives. After his second one died, she believed he was finished with marriage and that her children would inherit his fortune. But then, he married me. She has never forgiven me. And all this, she sees as a heaven-sent opportunity. Is there nothing that can be done about this woman? Well, she's quite convincing. But perhaps 
Perhaps he wants to believe her. Besides, she allows him no peace. Night and day she's in the house. I'm sure she's there now. I even know what she's saying. First, she is remarking on my absence. And where is the Mona Lisa this fine afternoon, brother? Where? In church. A likely story. When she says she goes to church, she goes to church. She never used to go to church so often. Why now? Katerina, be quiet. I have enough agony as it is. She goes there to show herself. She goes there to smile, that infamous smile. The very smile that has made you the laughing stock of Florence. I do not want to hear another word. Do you hear me? Enough. May I ask, Mona Lisa, why do you go to church so often these days? Because I am troubled. Mm. In a situation such as yours, truly only he can help you. And he already has. Good. How? He has directed me here. Here? Why? I am here because the thought was placed in my mind. Go to Messer Leonardo da Vinci. He will know how to rescue you. But I am only a humble painter. You may be a painter, Messer Leonardo, but you are far from humble. And how you boast of your talents, engineer, doctor, architect, inventor, the list is almost endless. And all those claims are true. You are the foremost man of the day. If you can't help me, then indeed, I'm lost. I'll try to think of something. Meanwhile, Mona Lisa, go home. I can't go home. Why not? I never know when he will be seized by a fit of drunken rage and... And kill me. Well, where can you stay? I suppose I shall have to stay here. Here? I have nowhere else to go. But you can't stay here. Messer Leonardo, you placed me in this predicament, and you must get me out of it. There was no way I could convince her to leave. What could I do? I couldn't throw her out. And I must admit, there was a certain justice to her claim. I looked at the portrait. This was the cause of all the trouble. <laughs> trouble? Why did it have to be trouble? That face. That smile. Why do they have to be the face and the smile of a siren? They could just as easily belong to a saint. Father Giorgio Malfatano had a small chapel just across the Ponte Vecchio on the other side of the Arno. He was an old friend. Yes, my son. I came as quickly as these old bonds would allow. Tell me, are you troubled? No, Father. I'm filled with joy. Then why do you wish to see me? Father Giorgio, it is true what the wise men say. When the cup of life is full and brimming with flavor, we never trouble ourselves to say thank you to him from whom all blessings flow. It's only when we are draining the bitter dregs that we beg for his aid. I have decided to reverse that state of affairs. Father, I wish to give thanks now. That is most worthy of you, my son. I have painted this portrait of a woman. What do you think of it? 
What do I think? <laughs> I am no authority at all. Now consider. Is there not a glow, a radiance that seems to surround the face? Uh, yes. And the smile. What do you think of the smile? It is a most unusual smile. Do you know what that smile seems to say? It, uh, it seems uh, to be a most happy smile, Leonardo. And why, Father? Can it be that the woman has suddenly realized the infinite power and goodness of the heavenly forces that guide our destinies? Yes, yes. It could be. I see her face, Father, on the west wall of your chapel. For many years, I have wanted to paint a mural. With your permission, of course. Uh, a mural? <laughs> By the great Leonardo, in my humble place of worship. Oh, that would indeed be an honor. Then you approve? Uh, my son, of course. She shall be the central figure. Surrounded by a happy family. A domestic scene of great but humble contentment. My son, our poor chapel has no means with which to reward you. Oh, my reward shall come in heaven. And now... Yes? The face of this woman. Since she actually exists, it, it may be necessary to get permission to paint it. Permission? Why, why should she object? Well, she makes no objection, Father. But the lady has a husband. Ah, Husbands ah. have been known to be rather difficult at times when it comes to certain affairs. And so, Father, I was wondering if you could persuade this particular husband to permit his wife to be portrayed on the mural. But, uh... Why should he object? I'm sure he won't, especially after you explain to him that this face of angelic beauty and purity may bring about salvation of the entire city of Florence. The good Father Giorgio went to call on Zenobi del Giacondo. And I must tell you that before the sun set that afternoon, the silk merchant burst into my studio. Signor Reynaldo, have you heard the news? Father Giorgio wants Lisa to pose for a mural in the chapel. But of course you would know all about that. Yes. Leonardo, how did this, this miracle occur? The father is an old friend. He'd come up to the studio for a visit, and he saw the portrait of Mona Lisa. And he said, Never, Leonardo, never have I seen a face of such angelic beauty and purity. He looked at the painting, and he said that. Of course. Will you look at the painting? See? Isn't it obvious? <laughs> Certainly. I have always seen it in her face. Which is why I married her in the first place. <laughs> Both Father Giorgio and I agreed further that we have never seen such a holy light illumine the face of any living woman. Yes, yes. Oh, how you have captured it, Leonardo da Vinci. The portrait in the mural. It will be like this one. <laughs> Just like this one. 
The same face? The same face. And the smile. You must not forget the smile. That smile. How it transforms us all. When shall you begin the mural, Leonardo? Within a month or two, Mrs. Zenobi. Certainly before the end of the year. I never began that mural. In a month or two, she was dead. She died of the plague that swept through all of Italy that year. He lived on for many years. As for the portrait, I sold it to the king of the French, Francis I, for 5,000 florins. <laughs> Today, it's not for sale at any price. But that's how it is for artists. We were born to make other men rich. But that's the way of the world, isn't it? The way of the world. How little some of the basics change. Mona Lisa del Giacondo died of the plague sometime before the year 1500 in the city of Florence. But she lives to this day. Her face is as vital and as vibrant 